Hi, hey there. What's up, cutie? I'm Brittany Marie from Dreamstruck Studio, and you're listening to My Next Era, the cheeky rom-comantic podcast for creative misfits and rebellious dreamers. This is the show where I talk about living life as the main character. I talk about stepping into the person that you are becoming. I discuss taking up space. I even time to time will get into some business insights. But for the most part, we are just here to explore, to think the big things, and we're not required to have any answers. It's just something to sit with and be with and inspire our sense of eye to tune in as we go on our hot girl walks and do our hot girl things. Uh, I am, uh, I'm honored to have you here. Uh, we are now in uh, the resistance era or more particularly um, facing what you resist era. And uh, it's, a, it's a really interesting <laughs> episode for me to come into right now because, oh, the procrastination. <laughs> The procrastination. Um, I I have been hit hard <laughs> with it. Uh, I've been trying to get to the point where I was able to record this episode for like, mm, I don't know, three days, three days. And I finally had this sweet spot. I had blocked all this time off in my calendar. And uh, a friend that I'm close with, her community, she needed some help setting a few things up. And I just love that space so much that I just immediately dropped it all (laughs) and spent like most of my day just working on there. And, you know, it was great. It was wonderful. It was creative. But I knew that as rewarding as what I was doing was, I was also intentionally procrastinating. I don't know what it is because I love talking about facing what it is that we resist. I have been enjoying it so mm, thickly, so fully. It's so juicy. Uh, Just within the last few months of me embodying this practice, I have really taken leaps and bounds, which is kind of hard for me to sit with. And you know what? This is the show where we don't have to have answers and I'm birthing this in real time and realizing that that's probably it. I am going to have to be honest about what I have accomplished, about what, you know, I have been able to do and the successes and the po- the positives, which is very difficult for me right now in this time. I was just talking about this with a friend last night. I have such a hard time seeing myself in the present moment. I'm I'm very good at seeing where I was about three, even six months ago. I'm very, very good at seeing the person that I am becoming um, about who I'll be in about three months time from um, when I'm recording this, you know, this this destination that I'm walking into. And I, I talked about this before on a previous episode on appreciating the journey and taking one step at a time. And I, I think I, I think I have been doing a good job of that. But I haven't been doing a good job of, again, appreciating who I am right now in this moment. It's either I'm looking at the past or I'm looking at the future. Seeing myself as I am, being present with myself as I am is is hard. For most of this year, I would say that I have had extreme difficulty even just looking at myself in, in the mirror to even truly witness myself. There's been so much dissociating. Yeah, to be to be present and to allow myself to see goodness 
and myself. That kind of goes to that first episode we went into um, where everything is an era and, you know, the ability to take up space and that regardless of how amazing or how great you are in this time, that the space that you're taking up is it's worth taking. And I do think it's good that I'm starting off with this in this conversation, because as we're going to be start talking about resistance, not only is me facing the positives <laughs> of who I am, something I, I thickly uh, resist, um, but I think it's also very helpful in becoming aware of knowing what it is that you resist, like knowing the positives, kind of being able to then see that shadow work, see the opposite, see where there is that resistance. When I had gone through this chronic fatigue spell over the summer, and I was even struggling before then too, because a big part of it was, and I'm not sure if I've shared this before, was that I went off of my antidepressants. I was already showcasing health problems in the beginning of the year, and I had gone on my antidepressants um, to kind of give my body a break from my chronic stress and see if I could imbue some practices that would allow me to kind of ease even more that stress and try to actually heal that relationship that I have. Um, but at any rate, I, so my doctor and I decided, let's see if the negative things that you're experiencing, let's see if it's caused by the antidepressant. Let's see what's going on here. So um, I went off it as an experiment, and that was r really, really rough. As I kind of came down from um, all of the different side effects, uh, not only was I very, very sick coming off of it, but then that's when the fatigue hit me and I just kind of like my body was just not able to do anything for a few months. And having all of that time to just be and to not be able to show up to my work, to not be able to show up to my activities, to not even like take care of myself. There was just, there was so much thinking and also oddly not thinking that I was experiencing. And coming off of the antidepressants, although I had only been on them for about a year, it like allowed me to wake up from this really bad dream that I wasn't aware that I was having for probably like six years, um, some somewhere around there. And it was just incredibly bizarre and surreal. Um, and I realized that I had just kind of really been deteriorating, not in necessarily a health sense, but in like who I was. And that's again, part of what has inspired me to make this podcast. And as I was reflecting back onto the magic of who I used to be, thinking about all these different eras that I went through within my younger self, um, for instance, I had like I had a perm era. There was a time when I was obsessed with hard boiled eggs. I would <laughs> I know that's really random, but like I had like a hard boiled egg era. <laughs> I had an open mic night era um, where I was obsessed with watching stand-up comedians on Monday nights at this uh, local comedy club in Seattle. I just went there obsessively and just could not get it out of my brain. When I was younger, about a decade ago, I had an improv era. I used to perform improv. There was an era where I would only wear red lipstick. You know, I mean, it's, it's these eras, the way that I'm describing them are they feel so insignificant, but what they are is they're representative of ways that I would handle myself or put myself out there 
um, or allow myself to be seen or nurture myself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're very representative of lots of different things that were occurring within my life. And so as I was thinking about all of these eras of myself and which ones allowed me to be my best self, being in the state that I had been kind of in this like stagnancy, frozen era, it was almost like I was like frozen in time with my inability to have control over my life. And so looking back, I I realized that like 26-year-old me was really when I was kind of the happiest, freest I was really going out there. I was pursuing the big things. I had such a better relationship with my sense of I and my independence and the person that I was becoming. And I really like, I really shined, you know, which is cheesy to say, but I really, really shined. And so I put a picture of myself from that time on my phone and it's still on there. And I look at her from time to time. I look at 26-year-old me and I am just like I'm I'm coming back to you baby. I'm coming back to you. I'm I'm working on coming back to you because the way that my life had turned into, the way that I had allowed myself to settle at such a young age and just be like, yeah, this is it. I've got 60 more years, of, I mean if I'm lucky. I've got 60 more years of this, you know, and that's fine. This is what we're going to do. I'm good. And I just wasn't really looking at challenging myself the way I used to. I wasn't looking at growing. I was just kind of like, yep, this is it. (laughs) This is it day in and day out. And it just wasn't aligned. It wasn't aligned. And so I was very dependent in my relationship. And that lack of independence was really like holding me back, I could tell. And so I started doing things and trying to not only become healthier um, within my lifestyle and, you know, get like my mobility back, my energy back. I also was like really seeking and trying to figure out how do I get this independence? How do I stop leaning on my partner so much and get my autonomy once more? And as I was thinking about my independence, I was thinking about all of the life decisions that I wasn't making. Uh, I was thinking about all of the things that I deep down wanted to do, but felt like I couldn't do for X, Y, and Z. And I just started to explore, like, what would it look like? What would it look like if I did make this change? What would it look like if I did decide to go for it? it? What would it look like if I did whatever, whatever, whatever? It got me to realize that my quality of life had not just decreased because of my health, but because of how I was treating myself, because of the limitations that I put onto what I was able to do and pursue and go out for. And I decided to I decided to flip the script. I decided to step away. Um, I decided to diverge in my path. And take a make a really big life decision that was really going to shake things up. And it was very scary. It was also incredibly liberating <laughs> to move forth and to do it. Fully leaping forward, though, it was incredibly intense. It was a lot. And I was aware that if I was going to shake up my world like this, then I really had to make it count. I had to make every minute, every day count. If I was going to do this, I was going to commit to the bit (laughs) and keep and keep moving forward. And instead of just looking at all of the changes that I wanted to do 
and thinking about doing all these changes, I, in my mind, had all of these projects, had all of these shifts that I wanted to pursue. And this podcast actually was was on that list. And so I make this leap, I make this change, I'm going for it. But I just kind of ended up like, I don't know how to describe it other than I was like flapping around in circles. Like I had leaped and I was like, I wasn't flying. I was just kind of like in midair. And I was like, well, I leaped so I could fly, but I'm not flying. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. I had this direction, but I wasn't like effectively getting there. I had just begun and I was already becoming stagnant. Well, a few weeks passed, and in just a few days, I was meant to go to Las Vegas to go meet my mom there, which is something that we do from time to time. Um, Las Vegas, I used to have family out there, so it's very familiar to me, and it's a middle ground um, for us to connect. It's like it's actually less travel for us to meet in a different city than to go to each other's houses. At any rate, so I was meant to go see her. I was meant to take this trip and I was brushing my teeth and I was watching TikToks as I do because I'm a TikTok girly and the sound came on and I was just thinking, huh, what's what's going on here? What is this? And I ended up listening to it over and over and over and over again. I, I had, I had, I'm telling you, I had to had listened to this for like 30 minutes. I was obsessed with it. I could not stop. I had to wait until I fully processed it because it was really shifting my mind and it was shifting how I was seeing this element of stagnancy. So let me go ahead and let me play that for you right now and then we'll talk about it after. A little mind fuckery for you today. The thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. And if you're like, why the fuck would I resist the thing that I want? Like, it's actually what I want. Because getting the thing that you actually want requires you to do something new. Look, what you have right now or the situation you're in might be uncomfortable, but you know how to handle it. Your mind and your body, they know what to do. And getting the thing that you actually want requires you to experience a new level of discomfort. Because you're going against the thing that you know, the current discomfort, the perpetuating discomfort, by the way, to walk through the temporary discomfort to have the thing that you actually want. And your mind and your body is like, I don't fucking like this. Let's keep doing what we know what to do. So if you want to make an actual change to have the thing that you actually want, you must be willing to go through the temporary discomfort. Okay, that was kind of that was kind of trippy, right? Right? If you want to listen to that again, if you want to watch that TikTok, it is of course linked down below. That was by Laura Ara, um, who has a podcast, the Gutsy Podcast, and the username that Laura goes, goes under is that Laura Ora. But yeah, I listened to this, as I said, just <laughs> over and over and over again. And the reason why is because I just kept thinking like I don't understand what it means to resist something. It was just not clicking. And I kept thinking, like, why would I be resisting? Exactly like, you know, trying to figure out what, what Laura was talking about. Like, what what am I resisting? What what does that even mean? And I just had to let it sink in. It still wasn't totally tracking. Um, I still wasn't totally getting it. A couple days later, I get on the plane to go to Las Vegas. And something I have been starting to read was relativity, uh, the theory of relativity by Albert Einstein. And it's something that I have been wanting to get to for a very long time. Um, but I was resisting 
diving into it because I actually have, um, I have really pretty poor comprehension. It, it takes me a while. <laughs> it takes me a while. Uh, that's part of the reason why I like to tell people to be direct is to be kind. It's okay if it comes off quote unquote rude because with people like me, with the way that my brain works is I'm definitely neurodivergent. I'm not really sure on the scale or where that is there, but I just know that I think differently and process differently. But yeah, I don't I don't always get it. And sometimes things go over my head. And in social situations, I do a lot of like head nodding and smiling and just like, yeah, I'm just here. Like, I'm just playing the game, man. What 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 are we doing here? Sure. I'll dive in. Don't totally know what I'm saying. Don't totally know what's going on, but I'm here for the vibes, you know? <laughs> so anyways, I was there for the relativity vibes and I just was not understanding most of what dear Albert was getting into. I was enjoying it though. I was enjoying it. I just didn't, <laughs> I just wasn't understanding what he was saying. So he's talking about this uh, equation. And he starts getting into like resistance and the resistance in time. And that's a totally different element. But the way that he started talking about resistance in this kind of equation format, it finally got my brain to click on. And I started to understand what it meant to resist something. Because I thought that if I was being honest and if I was being present and if I was being aware of what it is that I was wanting to become, of what I was wanting to do, then that would be enough. But actually that like having an inner force of feelings or emotions that I still was ignoring, like for instance with this podcast, I had this fear of being seen. Um, I am so elated to be finally making the show and to be finally doing this work. Um, but my friendships are now different. I'm friends with different people and I'm also friends with men now. And I'm very scared that they're going to listen to the show, even though they're not the ideal listener because I have, I have issues with male validation. Um, so, uh, if they were to give me feedback on how they felt about the show, I don't know if I could handle <laughs> I don't know if right now in this time I could handle it. It's not the only reason why I wasn't doing this show. I'm just giving you an example of how I was resisting it. I thought that I was diving full in, but I can't just look at my Notion doc that, that is my, my production portal for the show. I can't just look at it. I can't just come in every once in a while and add a few notes. I actually have to make forward motion on it. So that flapping you know, imagery that I talked about before. I was like hovering over doing the podcast work, but I actually wasn't doing it. And so I started thinking about this more and more and more as I'm on this plane. And I am just kind of like staring off into space at one point. And I started to realize that there were all of these things that I kept saying that I was going to do. And then I just wasn't doing them. I would announce things to my friends and say, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I, I just would completely ghost on it. I would ghost on my visions. I would ghost on my, you know, implied action plans. And, you know, why do I keep talking about how I keep wanting to learn Danish again and then I just never do it? I don't have the Duolingo app. I'm not actively working on getting back in touch with Danish and I keep 
thinking about it. I keep thinking and coming back to, oh, I'd love to learn Danish again. And then I just don't do it. I am expressing what I want to do, but I am resisting doing that. And these little things, kind of like this long like list of things I want to accomplish and do, maybe like a bucket list and then just not doing it, that was what really, again, made my mind click and I got it. I was sitting there having this aha moment and I was like, I got to write this stuff down. So I pulled out my journal and I just free wrote. I free wrote until the remainder of like the very last moment I was able to on this plane. And I came up with, I think, I think 38 concrete specific items or things that I had been resisting. And it was like a veil had been lifted. I felt ready to freaking soar. And I felt ready to be like, okay, I got to go through this. And I'm going to figure out what are the things that I do want to move forward on? What are the things that I need to just go ahead and say, you know what, maybe not this lifetime. Or if I'm going to say, you know what, I can come back to this in you know 10 years or two months or whatever. I cannot be focusing on all of these things at this time. Either I need to park it, I need to delete it, or I need to face it, face what I am resisting. So what do I do? I go into Notion, (laughs) I type up all 38 things over time, and I made myself this table, and I started working through it. I started, you know, doing what I just said, like, what am I going to, what no longer aligns? And I also went through all of them. And then I continued to free write. Like, I'm telling you what, when I get introduced into shadow work, I fucking dive in, man. I dive in and I become very obsessive because I have an obsessive personality. So then I'm looking at every single one of these items and I'm just free writing about it. I'm as much as I possibly can. And I got really specific on why I was resisting it, the limiting beliefs I had around it, like imagining the worst case scenario, what could be the worst case scenario, and then figuring out what the solution was. So for almost... I didn't do it for all of them because sometimes it just wasn't like it wasn't that deep, but I had to figure out again why I was resisting them, my limiting belief behind it. And then also that was the big kicker is what's the worst that could happen? What is the worst that could happen? If I move forward and I fail at this, what will, what, what, what could happen? I'm not going to (laughs) die. I'll have another day to live, you know, I'll have more opportunities to make mistakes or to be creative. What could be the worst that could happen if I've moved forward and get rid of this resistance? And I did make it clear to myself. I made it clear to myself, you know, what am I pursuing? What am I not pursuing? And I also was like, some of these things I got to give to source. Some of these things I got to be like, I got to put the intention out there and I'm just going to let the universe hand this over to me when divine timing is aligned. Some of this I can't I can't, I can't focus on. I can acknowledge that I want it. I can make steps towards going for it, but I'm going to have to allow source to meet me halfway on here. So I gave, you know, source some assignments through that and I just kept, you know, slowly working through this element of resistance and it was like I was doing an audit. And then uh, as I got deeper and deeper and deeper into this, because as I said, I was obsessed, I realized that it wasn't just what I was resisting that was a roadblock. I started talking about 
resistance in general. And I was becoming more vulnerable. I was really practicing vulnerability with my close friends. Um, I was talking about my feelings. I was talking about my thoughts in ways that I hadn't before. I was also being more honest about the roadblocks that were in front of me. And And two more things popped up. I was talking to, you could say, my stepdad. He's unofficially my stepdad, but he's a father figure in my life. And I was talking about all these obstacles that I had in front of me that weren't things that I were resisting, but that were just elements within my life. For a period, I had a really hard time sleeping and I had a really hard time eating. Um, There were different components that I think affected this. I was experiencing a lot of stress, also a lot of emotions, the change, everything else. Um, I think I also had maybe some hormonal things going on, whatever. And so, you know, there were things that I was actively resisting, but there were things in my life that were not sustainable that I was not able to fully take ownership of. And, you know, talking about this with him, he he just said, you got to get rid of what's holding you back. You got to figure out a way to get rid of what's holding you back. You got to figure out a way to, you know, just remove it. And because uh, it's not serving you. And him saying that it was another light bulb. It was another light bulb. And so I go to my doc, I go to my resistance audit, and I make a new section. And I write a list of everything that had been holding me back. And I think I came up with like, I don't know, 12 or 15 different things. (laughs) And acknowledging these outside circumstances that were impacting my ability to move forward was so, again, I keep saying this word, liberating. It was very informative. It let me know what I did have control over and what I didn't have control over and even allowed me to gain power around the things that I, quote unquote, did not have you know, control over. Okay, well, what can I do about it? How can I be intentional about how I address this? How can I be intentional about how I move through this? Okay, and then I had another conversation with my bestie, Ari, who I have been friends with for over a decade. We're both creatives. We've talked about our creative endeavors with each other obsessively, I think, from the jump. She's actually going to be joining me on a podcast coming up here really soon and and helping me tell you more about this life change (laughs) that I'm alluding to and not getting quite into the details yet. But at any rate, you know, we were talking about circumstances and things. And at one point she just blurts out, like, we just, we, we have to stop doing this to ourselves. We have to stop doing this. And what she meant and what she was talking about were all of these patterns that we kept running into time and time and time again, the ways that we were holding ourselves back. And that also, mind blown. And so I went to this, I went to this audit and I added a new section and I wrote down what I've allowed myself to get away with, what I have allowed myself to get away with. And again, I went through I wrote down all these patterns, um, all these things that I kept facing over and over and over again, and I just wasn't working through or I was allowing it to be. And then I was like, you know what? I really need to pursue some kindness. I need to figure out, okay, I've gone through all of this. I've been trying to focus on all these different areas, but now I need to be clear on what it is that I need to prioritize. There is a person that I am becoming there are things that I need to get past as a whole, like what is my story that I am working through right now? And in order for me to get through this and make this effective, I need to be clear about what I need to prioritize. And I need to be clear about what I am 
and what I am becoming, what I can fully embody right now or what I am working to embody in the future. And then as I'm thinking about this and moving through this, I again hear another amazing TikTok by someone that I absolutely adore, have the utmost respect with. I don't normally like talk about my previous clients, but I she, I'd actually worked with her previously a couple years ago on her show. It's Liz Alfred from Balanced Black Girl. It is an incredible show. I am honored to have a small, small chapter in that with her and getting some of her systems set up for her show and seeing the growth that she has gone through within these last two years. I mean, the growth that she's been through since she started the show is just phenomenal, but especially through these last two years and seeing her online and seeing her do all these things. I mean, she just continues to inspire me and inspire so many different people. And um, I'm just, I'm, I'm drooling just thinking about her. But at any rate, she started talking about what I'm doing well. And as I said before, in the beginning of the show, that is something that I really, really have a hard time doing. And so I'm listening to her. I'm listening to myself. I'm listening to my intuition, getting really clear on what I need to prioritize, getting clear on the story that I'm telling myself and who it is that I am becoming. And when I heard her say this, um, I thought she was completely on the money. And so let me play this for you and then we can talk about it. I'm having one of those mornings where I'm just kind of like beating myself up and I'm comparing myself. I was listening to a podcast episode and I think the podcast was just like a little bit triggering because I was comparing myself to other people and it just made me feel super anxious. So for my journaling practice today, I'm writing down things in my life that are going amazing, even if it's something super small, like the big things, the little things to feel grounded and to feel good about where I am and how far I've come. So if you are scrolling and you're comparing yourself and you're feeling anxious in the same way, take out your journal, write down all the things, big or small, that you should feel proud of yourself for. I know it's so simple, but Les is absolutely right. It was just like a line timing <laughs> for her to have gone through this to then, you know, make this content and share it on TikTok for me to become then obsessed with. And so what did I do? You probably know, you probably can guess. I went into my audit <laughs> and I made a list of the things that I was doing well. I came up with two items and I was like, bitch, that is not enough. Because <laughs> one of those items was drinking water. <laughs> and although I want to give myself props for making sure that I stay hydrated, hydration, I've been a hydration queen for the last few years. Uh, I've been very good about being on the hydration train. Um, and I do really appreciate that about myself, but um, we could do better. <laughs> We could do better. And so I forced myself. I made eight more bullet points and I sat myself down and I did not allow myself to get back up until I came up with all 10 items. And I was kicking and I was dragging my feet. And let me tell you, I was resisting <laughs> doing it, but I finally completed it. And I want to share some of those with you. So the first thing I cheated a little bit. One of my friends, he's been very supportive throughout my process. He kind of cheerleads me from time to time. And something that he said that really, really fucked up my brain because I have such a hard time with other people seeing positive things about me that I am not able to see and I'm not able to witness for myself. But what he said was, it was very simple. I admire how well you are doing 
despite all this going on. And because I was so resistant to accepting that I was doing well, I was like, okay, that has to be the statement. That has to be the thing. So I put that on the list. Something else that I acknowledged that I was doing well was stacking habits, showing up to shadow work. This was shadow work and I was doing a very good job of moving through it. I started working on facing my lack of self-worth. So, hey, that's big. That is huge progress. I had to write that down. I was doing a really good job of holding faith in my vision. I was doing a great job of releasing my attachment to physical things and to like stuff and to think past that and think more about the memory or the need or the use that I have right now in this moment. And there's a few more things on here and we don't have to, I don't need to list all of them. But the point is, is that like I needed to give myself some props. I needed to be aware of the things that I was doing that was hard. And so I put that front and center. And actually, uh, you probably have already guessed this if you've listened to the previous episodes because I've talked about how I have the resistance audit for you. Maybe you already have the resistance audit (laughs) and you've been seeing this and maybe you've been working through it yourself. Um, But this is available for you. I have made a copy that is ready to go. Um, You can start using this. It's free. If you go down in the show notes, go ahead and you can snag that. Again, it's a Notion template and it's all very cleanly defined. It's all very cleanly stated. It first goes into a note from me to me, and that is where you define and make your statement about the person that you are becoming. You talk about whatever mindset shift that you need to embody, um, whether it's a mindset shift that you heard from someone else or something that you know yourself that you need to face. For instance, um, what I wrote is, you cannot move past your chronic stress if you do not pursue a non-stressed attitude. Your thoughts are everything. So keep reminding yourself of how not stressed you are. And when stress does arise, consider where this is coming from and if it's worth fretting over. So whatever mindset shift, whatever kind of thing that you need to reframe, put that at the very top and make yourself aware of it and come back and read it from time to time. Um, And then write a statement about the person that you are becoming And then write five things. You can write more. You can have less. But write five things that are specific about what you need to have in order to be this person. What will make you this person? What will support you in being this person? And then we have the four different sections of what I'm resisting, what's holding me back, what I've allowed myself to get away with, and what I need to prioritize. I also, those two, these two TikToks that I played for you, they're also linked at the very bottom of this template. And I'll tell you what, this is something that you'll need to, you'll need to sit with and that you'll need to like take time with. If you can get this done in a weekend, girl, you better than me. (laughs) You, you better than me. I think coming back to it in the future, I could totally move through this in like a day. And I, this is something that I want to continually come back to not every item, not every section, but I do want to come back to it every month and then kind of dive in deep every quarter to ensure that that experimentation mode that I talked about in a previous episode, where we're looking at our life and moving through things and chapters. So that way, we can really embody and move through what we need to move through in order to get to where it is that we want to go and be present and just focus on that next step. Just see that next step and move into that next step. 
I think this is going to be a really powerful tool if you were to take this on within your own practice. It has been, I keep saying the word liberating. It has been incredibly liberating. And that element of independence that I had been, I talked about earlier that I had been seeking by using this tool, by using this template and moving through it and being so fucking honest with myself by fully embracing and facing what's holding me back and what I'm resisting. Chills, chills, chills. You know what? That's what I've been doing well. And that I think is a big part of why I have been doing so well and why I have been able to make leaps and bounds and um, get away from that stagnancy I talked about before. I was just like, I know this is such a weird analogy, but I was just like flapping my wings, you know, and I just was kind of like flapping in, in place and not getting anywhere. Now I'm getting to places. Now I'm moving forward. And actually what's been really, what's been really cool is my friends have also been reflecting back to me what they have been seeing me resist. And they've been sharing with me, you know what, maybe there's this other solution. And I think just like my ability to now be facing this and being open about what I'm facing allows my friends to see that with me and explore it with me and think about it for themselves. And we can mirror and reflect things back to each other that allow us to expand even more. You know, when they say that when you take care of yourself, you end up like making waves for other people to take care of themselves as well. And I really see that occurring and I really see that happening. And I am just at the start of the show, I didn't want to do this, but now I do. I am. I'm really proud of myself. I'm really proud of myself for one, making this, <laughs> for two, talking about this because it's not easy, <laughs> but also just from from how far that I've come um, since I started this glow up era and making these changes and stepping into my alignment. And really, I, I am I am witnessing myself becoming the person that I am becoming. Um, I'm witnessing myself finally getting back to who I truly am. And it is so empowering. I feel so much happier than I have in a really, really long time. And it is just such a gift. It's such a gift. And this is exactly what we want to be seeing as we are going through the glow up, right? Uh, so yeah, I highly recommend you download the resistance audit that you move through. And here's a situation. Um, I don't know if you're going to download it or not. I don't get notified <laughs> if you do it or not. So it's all an invitation. Maybe, maybe you get the template and you're like, whoa, that's a lot. And that's fair, baby. Maybe it's not your thing. You can just journal about it. You can just, you know, do what I did. Make a list. Be kind to yourself. Drink that water. <laughs> Put on a good playlist. Maybe I like to listen to the staves. I'm obsessed with the staves. The staves are my girls. Um, so I, I would recommend going to Spotify, checking them out. But at any rate, you know, just do it your way. Do it in the space that works best for you. And when we face what we resist, when we face what holds us back, that's where the magic comes from. And I would love to know down below, Spotify question, type it in. What is it that you are resisting and that you want to release and that you want to move through? Or better yet, send me a voice note. There's a link in the show notes for you to click on that'll head you over and it'll get sent straight to my inbox. And we could even possibly have a, a, an inbox conversation. So 
let me know what you are resisting. Let me know what you are moving through, what you're saying goodbye to. And if you are so bold, tell me about the person that you are becoming because I would love to know. I would love to become obsessed and I would love to be able to witness you make these changes. So yeah, baby, let us let us face what we resist and let's say goodbye. Let's release what no longer serves us, baby. Let's freaking do it. Let's move through it. Let's make it happen. This is the era. This is the moment. This is the time. In just two, maybe three months of me implementing this, my life feels almost like night and day. And I am just, I'm so grateful. And I would love to see that witness within your life. But here's the situation. As we know, this podcast is not about having answers. And although this may have worked for me, I'm going to be real with you. Maybe it doesn't work for you. I'm not really sure how it wouldn't. <laughs> but, but, but add your salt. Be discerning. Do what's right for you. At any rate, next up, we're going to be talking about Akatar. In that episode, I have my business bestie coming on, Crystal Smith Aguero. She is a brand designer. We both got into Akatar this year, and we're going to talk about how much we love it. We're going to get into some spoilers. We're going to get into how it has changed our lives and encourage you to read it if you haven't yet. Um, and I'm really excited for us to dive into there. So that's our next episode. That's our next conversation. That is our next era. And that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for being here. If you are so bold, I would love to fall in love. I would love to fall in love with you. I would love to be obsessed. And uh, I think, you know, why don't you give me those cheeky, sexy five stars? <laughs> give me those five stars, baby. And I will see you in the next episode. So until that next episode, I will talk to you then.